Hello and welcome back to the Live Big podcast where we talk about how to really dive deep into your passions, how to create a life surrounding your passions, and how to really dive deep and understand how to live a life that is worth every single moment. Um, Today we're going to be talking about how to have a spiritual vacation, how to be open to receiving, and how to enjoy just the simple and the small things in your everyday life so that you can really experience every moment, Um, and also how to be open to support uh, for the universe. And I've really received some amazing feedback on this podcast that, you know, I didn't upload it yesterday just because I I got back from uh, Montreal. I was in Montreal over the weekend and people were wondering where the podcast was. So uh, that's why we're back this week. And I'm really, I'm really glad that you guys are enjoying this. So if you have any feedback for me, please reach out to me um, and just comment on the podcast. So today I want to talk about going on a spiritual vacation and if you've ever had one, please let me know um, what it was like. Um, I really want to talk about this past weekend and how amazing it was. Um, I ended up going to Montreal where I used to live um, in 2012, I think it was. Uh, 2011, 2012. Um, I ended up just going back. It was kind of like a a spur of the moment thing. Um, I have some friends that live in Montreal, so I'm really lucky that way that I get to go to an amazing city and and stay with friends and just live the local life um, that I always loved living there. Um, I'm really lucky that way, but I, I feel blessed. I know that the universe sends me people um, all the time for the greatest good so that I, I can still have these experiences and really find that fruitfulness uh, that I in the way that I want to experience things, you know. Sometimes we want to go to a city or we want to travel, um, but it, it feels forced. Like we are, we're planning it to the nth degree. We're, we're spending a lot of money. We're spending time in hotels and spending time in restaurants and sometimes it just feels forced like have you ever been on a trip where it's just like you get home and you're like i spent so much money i ate bad food things you know weren't working out the best way and i kind of feel that's you know when we're planning things to the nth degree it's it's not it's just like everything else in life that i've been talking about it's like you're not allowing for that that higher energy to come in and just kind of like guide you to where you should be going. So spiritual vacations are something that I've, I've just learned about probably about six months ago. And, um, I didn't really call them anything. I just learned about them because, um, Gabrielle Bernstein, this is what she calls them. But I think I've been doing this for a really long time. I, I, really listen to my heart and what I feel I need to do to fill my cup back up spiritually. And, um, I just, am guided to where I need to go. If I have, if I have time, if I have a day here or a day there, I make the most of my time. Um, and not necessarily like productively, like what we need to understand is productivity is great. But if you are constantly using every moment of your life to produce something work-wise, Um, you're not taking the time to actually fill your cup back up so that you can enjoy what it is you're doing. Um, So spiritual vacations are great because they have no, no 
no uh, purpose really they don't have a destination um they are all about the journey um so this weekend that's really what i wanted to do and i knew that i, I to be honest, I didn't even know it was a long weekend because my life is not centered around those normal scheduled periods. I had no idea it was a long weekend. Um, but I just had this feeling last week on Monday or Tuesday um, because I do I go to Montreal every year and I knew I wanted to go this summer. I just didn't know which weekend it was. So I got this gut instinct and I just gave my friend Karina a call and was just like, hey, I'm really thinking, like everything kind of worked out. She's coming to Costa Rica with me um, to, to help out with my yoga retreat there. And um, so she booked her flight and then I was like, hey, if I come to Montreal, we can just, you know, we can talk about the retreat more and um, maybe we can just hang out and have some fun. And it all the stars aligned, basically. She had, you know, a couple days off. And so I headed over there and, um, yeah, had an awesome road trip down, um, listened to some amazing music. And I think even on that type of spiritual uh, vacation, it's about the journey. So even when I'm driving, I don't think about getting there the fastest way. And also I knew that before I went that it was a long, I figured out that it was a long weekend. So I knew it was going to take me a while to get there. It's about a five hour drive to Montreal from Toronto. So I knew it was going to take a while. So I wanted to get off the highway and and I took some really cool back roads to Montreal and just saw the countryside um stopped at some cute cute towns got some nice food um just really enjoying every part of the journey and seeing where the journey leads you I think that's the funnest part if you can let go of the destination or the goal you can actually find different experiences that you weren't expecting and I in life I find that those are the moments that are most uh, satisfying where you can get the most out of them because they're surprising you're not you have no expectations around it um but yeah so got there and um you know she ended up taking me to this awesome dance party and for those of you that know me I'm a huge Madonna fan and Montreal is like a Madonna city they love Madonna they go crazy over Madonna and so we went to this kind of like a rave kind of I guess you could call it but it was just a huge dance party you know gay bisexual straight anything goes in Montreal that's what I love about Montreal is just like so many different people so many different ages um people painting their faces people dressing up and like everybody knew the words to every song and it was just it was an awesome awesome time we we just danced from like 11 p.m to 4 in the morning and it was just a great time um and then the next day we ended up uh, hanging out with uh, some friends and, and went up to St. Adele to see the waterfalls and um, and I was just guided like I didn't plan anything we just had a lot of options and so we just hung out with different people and and went to different places and then when we by the time we got home from uh, from St. Adele 
I couldn't find a parking spot because Montreal's kind of like that. It's hard to find a parking spot. Um, but our neighbor there told me to park around the street on St. Laurent. And so I, I parked my car over there and then I was walking back to the apartment and I heard this Kirtan music, people chanting. If you haven't heard Kirtan, it's, it's Sanskrit people. It's a, it's a yoga practice. Um, and it's all about using the vibration of Sanskrit to, to heal your, your chakras, to open up the energy and to just have fun and dance and sing and connect. And I just stumbled upon this Kirtan circle. <laughs> so it's like, whoa, of course I did, right? Of course. Um, because you always attract the energy that you are vibrating with and if you're open to it, right? So, um, yeah, the event just started and, and they were serving cacao and it was like the best cacao I've ever had. It was amazing. Um, and so I grabbed my friend Karina and we went down and we just sang and we danced for like two hours. We learned about Kirtan. She had never even heard of it before. And um, yeah, it was it was incredible and just like surrounded by so many cool people. Um so and it's moments like that where I really feel supported by the universe. I know that I am constantly being gi- given gifts um, because I am open to receiving. Finally, um, I don't think I was really open to receiving before. I think I've always felt like I had to make events happen, and I think a lot of us feel that way. Like we put a lot of pressure on ourselves to have fun we put put a lot of pressure on the moment to have fun that we try to control it so much instead of just kind of being open to what might fall into our lap and this was one of those moments where it it was just there it was just given to me like the universe was opening its hands up and it was like here's a beautiful moment for you enjoy (laughs) and that so resonates in my heart of just like wow I really feel like I don't when I am in vibration, a high vibration, that I don't have to try to, to find anything. I don't even have to try to have fun. These exhilarating moments are just presented. And it's up to me to take advantage of them or not, to receive or not. And um, this whole weekend was kind of like that. It was like, oh, if this happens, great. If this, ha- if this doesn't happen, great. Like whatever unfolds, that is a spiritual journey. That is what the spiritual vacation is about. It's about walking out of your house and seeing everything in a new light. And whatever happens, you know, whatever good experiences are unfold and are, are presented is, uh, is an opportunity to to kind of be liberated in that moment and really enjoy it and so yeah it was one of those moments where I felt really held and and I love kirtan is one of my favorite favorite practices so um they were we also sang so many different mantras that I usually sing at home and and also what was really cool was the the lead uh singer was um he has his own album and um he actually kind of incorporates with sanskrit other songs too so um he would sing you are my sunshine which is on a, one of those songs for me that's very emotional because i i used to sing that song to my dog Kulti and 
I just put my dog down in in Vancouver, uh, in November. So it was one of those moments where all these people are singing this song around me and I'm trying to sing it, but it's it's so hard for me to sing it because it's just such an emotional song for me. Um, but I also felt really supported and healed in that moment because again, I, I felt like the universe was kind of singing to me. <laughs> um, and I felt really healed in that moment of people singing this song in a really happy, glorious way. Uh, and so it's all how you take the message, you know, it's all how you resonate with that moment. And he also incorporated some really cool lyrics from like Metallica and Guns N' Roses, which sounds so weird, but it actually opened my mind up that these songs actually have some really amazing healing phrases in their songs which is hard to think of but yes they do and so it was really fun and just an, uh, another eye-opening experience for me which is what Montreal does for me uh, personally you might have a city that you have a mind or a place that you have a mind that kind of allows you to see the world a little differently but I think it's really important it's really important to put yourself in situations where you it allows you to open up and expand your thought process and expand and inspire you the way that you want to live your life. And Montreal always does that for me because there's so many people from all over the world. There's different languages being spoken and it just really allows you to see yourself in a different light, which I think is really important because we are all chameleons. We don't life is not meant to be lived one way or the other it's about evolving about it's about changing and it's about just like opening yourself up and and learning really learning so if you haven't had a spiritual vacation i urge you to to try it and the first way to try that is and a lot of people actually do this in toronto is just take half a day or even a full day and walk out your door you know bag in hand water whatever and just start walking just start walking see where because you can do that in Toronto you know you don't have to drive everywhere you can just walk and so um and go to go into different shops go into go to a different park you've never been to or you know you can have kind of a destination but maybe just start walking and I do that a lot I I just you know maybe get on my bike and just start biking into different communities and 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 checking out different spots and you know in two or three hours or even four hours I I find myself in a completely different space be safe about it obviously but you know I end up meeting new people that I have never met I talk I talk to different people um and just kind of use the environment around me as like a playground and being curious and just seeing what the universe has to present to you. And if you open up that door for yourself, you'll actually start to see different things, different gifts that the universe has for you because you're in a really fun and playful energy within that moment. And it's not about doing nothing. It's, it's about exploring and experiencing. And, and that's it. There's no goal. There's no destination. It's just about being in the moment and really enjoying whatever it is that you're doing. Um, 
and biking has really allowed me to do that because um, I just love the experience of doing that. So yeah, you don't always have to have a plan. And I think that that is, that's the lesson here is that we always try to control things. We always try to have a plan in place to look forward to, which is obviously necessary sometimes. But it's in those moments when we step outside of the plan and we step off the beaten track that we find the the, the things that are going to be most authentic to us that we can appreciate the most just as a personal experience I think is really an amazing way to live and and this past weekend really kind of brought me back to how supported I am and you know when I play with the universe on my side and I open the door up to invite that energy in, it's a very powerful experience. So just staying in that really playful energy, I think, is is important. And instead of, we, we try to plan everything. And I just know a lot of people that go to certain things, like they plan out their fun uh, experiences with a goal in mind and I think that that's the wrong way I I do like I think it's you can probably you can still have fun in those moments but I don't think it's going to be as joyful an experience for you if you are trying to contrive the outcome of it and this kind of links back to our last podcast of trying to recreate experiences um this is kind of taking it a step further, completely stepping away from the idea that there's even a goal within that experience. Because sometimes, especially as, as women, like we, and guys too, like we go, we go out to places and, and think like, oh, tonight's going to be the night that I meet that person. Or, you know, tonight's going to be the night that I, you know, make a, a bunch of new friends or have an incredible, you know, experience. Um, I think it's just about going out with without that goal and taking a step back. So, yeah, incorporate that more, even if it's just in a few of the things that you do during your day. Like, what? How can I experience this moment a little bit more? Can I? Can I talk to somebody that's gonna maybe open my world up a little bit more? You know, be a little bit more aware of your surroundings. And then the other side to that is um, I, I also follow Jordan Bach. His last name is spelled B-A-C-H. Um, you can check him out either on Instagram or Facebook. Um, but he also talks about um, sometimes we're afraid to experience things with other people um, because we're so focused on ourselves. And the best way to get uh, out of your own way in that situation is to actually focus on the other person and how you can help them. So instead of, sometimes I think about, oh, what can this person teach me? The other way to think about that is, what can I learn from this person? Or how can I, how can I help this person, right? Coming from that different perspective. And when you come from a place of service, you take the attention away from you and and place it on the other person so you you're not as self-conscious and you're not as shy Um, and then it puts you in more playful energy as well so that can be really helpful um yeah so just 
take that into your life and and let me know what experiences come up for you because I find that that's when I I really start to experience life at a higher level and when I am not looking for an outcome you know when people when I'm not looking to receive anything from anyone and I'm not looking to control or contrive a conversation control or contrive um, what people think of me control or contrive the goal that I want to get out of this that's when I start to receive more um yeah and then also like when we start comparing right we can we start comparing our experiences to others um that starts to stifle what is possible for us um comparing the journey is a big one that we all do and we have we all like to have stories right like even the story of this weekend you know I'm like oh, I love the story of it I love the story of it but I try not to be really connected to that story because first of all it was just for me it wasn't for anybody else it's nice to share it but it was it was really just a personal journey for me and nobody else is going to connect to it the way that I did um so it's it's kind of if we can step out of that idea that the ego always wants something um from every experience to take away and when we don't get a great experience out of it then we kind of feel defeated and you know something like a long weekend in the summer or you know you kind of feel that pressure that other a lot of other people are doing a lot of fun things um we can get into that energy of I want to have fun too, obviously, or I want to have just as much fun as everybody else is having this weekend. So what can I do that's going to be just as fun? And again, planning is great. You know, if you don't plan something, sometimes you're kind of out of luck, right? Um, But I think we just putting all that pressure on all these events is kind of what ruins them too. So maybe let go a little bit um I don't know if you guys are resonating with this at all but for me this is like the experiences that I've had in the past and I I just noticed that when I try to contrive or control um an experience or having fun you know you're stifling that creative process of actually having fun because what is fun anyways fun is not like a serious thing it's just about getting out of your own way so you can just experience something for what it is so I think we we try to control fun and what it is and it's just like we need to just get out of our own way and that's how we can experience new things in different ways and then if we you know again like you're if you're doing the same thing over and over and over it's never going to be as good as it once was you know it's it's always going to be evolving it's always going to be changing so um yeah so sometimes we just got to switch up the energy and we know when we're in alignment we know when we're in alignment because everything just starts flowing naturally whereas when we are out of alignment and we're just trying to control everything it feels forced you know um so yeah take that into your life let me know how it goes um, and also the, the idea of being supported is something that, that we tend to not open ourselves up to, right? It's like, well, if I don't plan it and I don't, 
you know, I can't receive if I, if I'm not out there making it happen. Great mantras are all about support, all about receiving, being open to receiving and knowing that you are worthy of being supported. Um, and I, I was re- I was reading the other day, um, actually by Jordan Bach <laughs> again, um, all about humans come to life um, because we are an expression of the universe. The, it's like the universe coming into a physical form to experience itself. Um, so when we are when we are of source, when we are not in our human uh, experience, we are just in our spirit experience, we we're not learning anymore. We are just kind of we are just the we're just an energy. But when we are in our human experience, we are here to learn and we are here to know what it feels like to experience support and experience ourselves to really feel um, humility and to learn and to reach out for support and to ask for support so that we, we can actually feel and understand what it feels like to gain uh, love and gain um, a, a supporting energy. So sometimes it's, it's, it's just about reaching out and asking for support from others. And that's when we, we receive the most. Um, and a lot of us, I think, struggle with the fact that we don't want to come from a place where we feel like we need anything from anybody because it puts us in a place of humility and maybe neediness. And there's a fine balance between that as well. Like, okay, you don't want to be reaching out to people all the time because you obviously want to have um, a lot of tools in your toolbox to reach from for yourself. But for me, I find that really hard. Like, I find it really difficult to reach out for support a lot of the time. But I also know that when I have, um, I've received tenfold Um, we are better together you know we are better with other people and sharing experiences with other people and that's what creates bonds that's what creates really strong bonds in our life and that's what life is about is is relationships and experiencing each other experiencing the universe through people Um, so and understanding that like we are all learning we are always learning you know no matter how much I teach or how much I have to offer or how many tools and experiences and knowledge I have to offer other people I I always tell my students I am when I teach I learn you know that's teaching is one of the tools in, in which is a way for me to learn you know so and that's why I teach So, you know, sometimes I feel like, oh, I've, you know, experienced a lot in my life. I, I kind of know a lot. I know how to, I know how to remain calm. I know how to meditate. I know how to be a support system for myself. But in different areas of my life, I know that I am still learning that. And this past week, this past two weeks 
has really taught me that I am learning and that difficult situations have come into my life. Um, you know, not really difficult. I mean, they're compared to other people, they're definitely not difficult. Um, but they are a learning experience for me that have kept me humble um, to understand that, whoa, maybe I, um, maybe I'm not respecting myself enough to feel worthy of this or feel like, um, I'm open to receiving, not just open to receiving, but worthy of receiving. I think those are two different things. I think the first step is being open to it and inviting it in and then there's a whole other energy of feeling like I am worthy of this um, and that's all about ex- past experiences that have happened and maybe shut down or blocked um, some chakras and you know I I'm coming to a place now where I'm just kind of like okay I I not putting up with certain relationships that that aren't fully respecting me and fully not just respect but but um really present for me um because there are a lot of things that I believe in in my life and there's a very specific way that I live and um you know just in terms of having relationships in my life and people in my life um there are certain uh things that i'm starting to expect because i know that i'm worthy of it um and i know that i deserve it and sometimes we don't like even saying that because we don't feel worthy and we don't feel like we're you know and we feel like that's a really ego thing to say i think especially being in the a conscious community um being humble is is a big thing but I think that there's a fine line like we have to be open to learning and understanding that we are humble but we also have to understand that part of that learning process is that the universe wants us to understand that we are fully fully empowered and fully uh, worthy of of extreme love divine love so I'm learning this still and um that's part of remaining in this space of uh of the spiritual vacation of being in a place where I can fully dive deep into the into the learnings of what the universe has to offer me because I know that the difficult situations and I know that the the amazing gifts that I receive are one and the same and that it's all meant to be I you can take from everything what you want you know you can sit and say well this isn't working out and it never works out and it's and it's it's hard and it's difficult and uh, you know it shouldn't be that way when in the rea- the reality of everything is is that everything is exactly as it needs to be because of where you're at in your life right so how could we learn from things if things were never difficult we have to go through hardships in order to want to change in order to want to learn so every if we can come from a place that every single experience we have is a lesson that's when we start to learn and that's when we start to truly evolve 
and change as people and to understand that we still can change, that we still can evolve and that we will, not just that we can, but that we will. Um, for me, like, yes, there's that, that constant, you know, thread within me that I I will always be me. (laughs) I will always have certain characteristics, but you know, I've changed so much so drastically and learned so much that if I can, if I can learn and change this much in a year, imagine how much I can learn and change in five or six or seven years. Where am I going to be in seven years? I have no idea. <laughs> like, so remaining humble in that experience as well. So I think for me, the whole, the whole point of this podcast is just to, to express that remaining humble in what we have to learn from the universe is, is essential to changing and evolving. Remaining humble to the learning process instead of saying, you know, this is just the way it is and I'm mad at the universe because why would this happen to me or this is always happening. And, and if you find themes in your life, those, those are lessons that keep coming up because you haven't accepted the fact that you have to learn from it and change it, change the way you react to it, change the way that you go about it. And linking, you know, a spiritual vacation to just small experiences in your life, right? Like, okay, well, this experience has come into my life again. And usually I would go about it by doing this, this, and this, or I would react to it in this way or this way. So I'm going to have fun with this, this experience because it keeps coming up in my life. So I'm going to start to play around with it now. I'm going to start to, you know, just express myself in a different way and see what happens whatever form that is, you know, like, cause we all have choices in how to react to different things. So I started playing around with those experiences so that I can, because I want to become really clear with what I want in life, um, and how I want to be treated and how, what experiences I want in my life. So I want to be really clear about that and, and show up in an energy in which I want to receive the same energy from. So if we react to difficult situations in a way that's like really, really reactive and emotional and, and needy, um, needy and like controlling, we're going to receive the same type of energy back. And so if we approach the same type of experience in a way that's really calm and not attached, not coming from a place of lack, not coming from a place of where I need something, um, we're going to receive the energy back that is of higher value as well. Because we're expecting more from, you know, we're, and also we're in a playful energy. So that energy can come back to us tenfold in that same energy. So again, knowing what you're putting out there and, and how it's being mirrored back to you. Because every single answer that we get through an experience, every lesson is like somebody putting a mirror up to us and us seeing whether we like ourselves or not, whether we are appreciating ourselves or not, whether we, want, we are experiencing life in the way that we want to experience it. And that's what the universe is constantly doing. It's just putting a mirror up to you and saying, hey, this is where you're at do you like where you're at? Because if not, then you can change it up. It's very simple. Change it up. Do something different. But don't blame it on the mirror (laughs) because you've kind of created that reflection. You've created that reflection, right? 
So I'll end it there today, but I just thought, like, I guess maybe this podcast is all over the place because I just have a lot of um, thoughts and a lot of emotions, but uh, I think that made sense. I don't know. <laughs> um, so I am going to be having a few more guests on my podcast uh, coming up that I'm... So I'm going to be having a few guests come on to the podcast in the next few weeks that I'm really excited about. Um, they're going to be ex- um, sharing some of their experiences with a lot of the things that we've been talking about, um, just in terms of the yoga sutras, um, experiencing life uh, in a more integral way, more mindful way, and um, also just how they experience life through their passions um, in, in a really unconventional way. I, I love having people on my podcast that live their life in a really unconventional way because it shows everyone else that you have options. Um, you know, I'm a big believer that uh, the next generation and the evolving process in society, we're moving towards a work life that is less structured um, outside the office and also doing things that, that you just love, that you're meant, your dharma here on earth is very specific if you are able to follow your heart and know what it is that fulfills you, that that, that can actually be your source of income, that that can actually be what your life is all about. And when you return home, you don't feel exhausted. You feel filled up. You know, when you, re- when you return home, if you feel like your batteries are dead, you're doing something that's physically draining, spiritually draining, and you just don't have a lot of energy for anything else in your life because you're actually draining yourself. So things that fill us up are not draining um, and, and you can actually fully incorporate that into your life. Um, and so I love showing different options and examples of people that are actually do, out there doing that and not necessarily people that are making heaps amounts of money. I think it's important to understand that we don't need to, t- to make millions of dollars or even a six-figure income to be successful you know the idea that we need to be making you know so much money um puts a lot of pressure on people and i think that's why a lot of people don't go after their dreams is because they they think that they're just not going to be making you know tons of money like everybody else um i think it's it's about really supporting yourself financially in a way that is really healthy and balancing that with a lifestyle that is really fill, filling your cup up and um, fulfilling. Um, you know, and you'll even listen to different comedians, uh, different artists that, you know, started with not a lot of money, but those different hurdles of like reaching that, that goal of, hey, I'm actually, I'm actually, um, financially supporting myself through something that I love that's that's a great goal to have not making heaps of amount of money I think making money is should be the byproduct of doing something that you love right so if it's supporting you that's the goal right um and not really putting too much expectation on that 
either because you want to just be in that space of of being able to do what you love serving others and just being a contributor in life and if we are constantly going after the money and that's it um you'll find that you're never going to be fulfilled you know there's a lot of people out there a lot of actors out there that make tons of money a lot of people that are doing things that they don't love but they do it for the money and then in their off time they don't know what they really enjoy doing so all they do is they end up just spending time spending that money on different things and eventually realizing that that doesn't that doesn't fulfill them either so it's kind of like this circle that they create for themselves where they're kind of stuck in this mind prison because they've kind of created this monster for themselves so we're going to talk more about that and have people on that um can really show great examples of what this looks like and um, maybe give you some ideas on how to move forward with that so thanks for coming back and listening to me rant again (laughs) Um, and I'll be back with much more Um, and also I have a Costa Rica yoga retreat that's coming up in October in Malpais and we have two spots left so if you want to go to anandayogaretreats.com to check it out um, we have two spots left and we are leaving in October so it's October 10th to the 15th Um, We're going to be in our little yoga bubble. We have a beautiful, beautiful villa by the beach and we do yoga meditation. We do tours. We talk about the yoga philosophy. We do spiritual coaching. We also have Ben Van Bemmel, who was on the first episode of this podcast, who's going to be doing all the Reiki healing and um and my mom comes and she um she does all the cooking so it's really a family affair and we we just create this beautiful yoga bubble for five days and and completely unplug completely retreat and just do everything that i'm talking about on this podcast basically (laughs) so have a beautiful day and i will talk to you next time